According to a poll using Common Core, 12 out of 5 people listen to The Kate Daly Show. Call 888-673-1450. The Kate Daly Show starts now. To put his students in all kinds of situations where in the normal course of social relations they would get stuck. By asking nonsensical questions, by making absurd remarks, by uh, all ways of unhinging things, and above all, keeping them stirred up with impossible demands. Greta, your first climate strike was a lonely event a little over a year ago. And in the intervening time, you have sparked the interest of millions, literally, of children around the globe, demanding action for climate change. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And and uh, they're all there, 13-minute segments or 29-minute or 42-minute. They're all there um, and under subject. Um, also, um, go there for Balance of Nature. Make sure that you are getting that supplement. It makes a great Christmas gift, too, because Balance of Nature is just so awesome. And I know everyone needs it, so I can't imagine that that wouldn't be a fantastic gift uh, to give somebody. In fact, uh, right now you can get about a third off with free shipping. Just put in the code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings. Take advantage of that. It really is a tremendous gift because you're getting um, over just over 30 vegetables and fruits all dialed down into uh, some capsules that you take each morning. And they really are that easy, that good, that easy to take. And uh, there's a great fiber drink that goes with it. Um, we've got to maintain our health. I, I'm telling you, we, we have to have at least our health going for us because that can be a huge, huge problem in people's lives when your health isn't good. Boy, everything. It upsets everything in your life. So make sure that you're getting over to balanceofnature.com, balanceofnature.com. I personally take this product, and I really like it. And I'm telling you, this is fantastic. You will see a difference after a couple of weeks, um, and you'll you'll start noticing it in so many different areas of your life. Uncle Milty, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Excellent. Uh, so much going on, and we have a lot of, a lot to cover. I mean, a lot to cover. So, um, first and foremost, um, I did, uh, I did want to give Trump some props, and I wanted to give him some props on the World Trade Organization becomes irrelevant um, on Wednesday, on December 11th. So, so thank you, <laughs> thank you for that. I'm loving this. This is my Bob Adelman wrote a piece on this. The Supreme Court of World Trade, otherwise known as the appellate body of the World Trade Organization, will cease functioning on Wednesday. And the court is supposed to have seven members, but it currently has four vacancies with two more members retiring on Tuesday. That leaves one active judge too short of the number required to rule on international trade disputes. So those vacancies haven't been filled thanks to the Trump administration war on the World Trade Organization. And believe me, good, 
They should have a war on the World Trade Organization. All of these international bodies that seek to um, intervene on all these international trade uh, disputes, um, it's, it's, it's asinine. The president criticized the WTO for allowing China to retain its special status as a developing nation. I think they're developed. <laughs> I'm going to go a out on a limb. <laughs> I agree with Trump on this. I, a developing? Developing my rear end. Give well, me a break. That makes us a third world country, then. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's number two in the world economically, if not number one in the shadows. (laughs) So I'm telling you, there's a a huge disconnect there. So um, it was violating the WTO rules. rules, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And so instead of sanctioning China for subsidizing its products to gain a special advantage over its global competitors, the Supreme Court has uh, has instead ruled against Trump's tariffs, which were enacted in part to deal with these subsidies, so, accordingly, uh, the Trump administration has refused to allow the vacancies to be filled. Okay. I love it. It's great. He has a way. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. So, I had to give props on that. And, of course, we got to talk about the DOJ, um, the FISA process, the report that came out. My friend Sarah Carter uh, wrote a great piece about this, too. And um, we, we, we obviously have a, have a big... Uh, problem going on with this report and of course you know michael horowitz bought and sold um uh, soros sorosite um so department of justice inspector horowitz report revealed that significant evidence was withheld from the court in the fbi's foreign intelligence surveillance act right but really and truly what this kind of came down to was the fact that uh the real the real key point here was that he had the audacity to put into writing um, that the FBI personnel at no time demonstrated political bias during the investigation. <laughs> yeah. Really? Really? Um, I disagree. Uh, so does Durham. And uh, so, do, so do a lot of people. Unbiased Peter Strzok? Really? We, we, got to, we got to see the text messages. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to this. It it makes you wonder how yeah. how how does this happen? You know what it is. This is what most people don't get. The report was written um, to con the American people into believing that the system would right itself, that that it would investigate itself and then be okay, right? I anyway. Um, I I can't, there's no words. Half truths. <laughs> there's no words. Uh, yeah, just stuff just missing from the report. It's well, here's amazing. here's my real problem. What's that? Durham comes out and makes a statement that basically blasts Horowitz uh-huh. and says, I don't yeah. agree at all. Right. I think you really left out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But how do we know that Durham's telling us the straight skinny? Well, I have to say, I mean, I agree with this, that the IG report is nothing but a massive, highly coordinated yes. cover-up. And... Since we know that's the case, anyone that would agree with that, that would come out publicly and agree, I'm on their side. Just because this is getting ridiculous. We investigated the bias, even though we clearly showed the bias and found the bias not to be true. They showed it. They, they, they had evidence of it. That's why ignoring this is not good. This is so not good. Um, and, and Horowitz has, has exposed himself just to be another operative of the deep state. So, yippee, we get another one. I don't know. This whole thing. This whole thing is such a charade. 
I feel like I, I feel like we're we've seen multiple Broadway performances, and not even Broadway. I wouldn't classify Schiff as Broadway or Pelosi no. as Broadway. I'm just saying that. She, oh, by the way, Pelosi got a standing ovation. You want to know where? It's her only crowd. Really? Yeah, it's her only crowd. So it's either going to be kindergartners or it's going to be Hollywood because these are the only people that actually believe Nancy Pelosi. Hollywood at the Kennedy Center honors. Oh, how nice. All stood up for her because they have just... Was she drunk? <laughs> Why would that not surprise me? Uh, the audience was. But anyway, this is Hollywood. Of course they're going to stand for her. So what's the headline? Nancy Pelosi receives outstanding, you know, um, applause and... Uh, uh, unanimous applause. Oh, my gosh. Well, of course, if you're playing to your crowd. Yeah. Sure. Why wouldn't you? So there was that, too. But this 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 extreme bias, um, it's uh, you've got the swamp and you've got Horowitz and you've got uh, um, all these people in this. Um, you've got the legal team of Wasserman and you've got Mueller and you've got Rosenstein and you've got these, some of these people in the military. Uh, you've got all kinds of different people um, that are that are, you know, and, and a lot of the military, I think, is for on for really great things. Actually, I think a lot of them want to do real good. Of course, the FBI has a huge has a huge problem and they are not willing to. Um, even though they've showed the American people their hand, they're still not willing to admit it publicly. As if, as if people will go, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, sounds well, good. Well, what I like is the way, now, what they said today a lot was mm-hmm. uh, after the Horowitz report came out. They kept saying, you know, the, 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 the working FBI mm-hmm. guys, right. this, this isn't from them, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> the they're, they're good guys. Uh-huh. It's the upper echelon that's mm-hmm. trying to hide something. It's all of them. It's all, yeah, well, you know, they, mean, ha- they, they have to have the people in the trenches, of course, of course doing all this. So the Steele dossier, um, they knew, was coordinated, paid for, and everything. Yep. And they would not come out and say that that was bias. That's, I, I know you're shaking your head. It's There's no there there, see? <laughs> Don't you believe it? Um, right. And spying on a presidential candidate, even if the preliminary evidence isn't there, I guess that's totally fine. Um, and uh, Peter Strzok um, basically coming out and saying he will never be our president, you know, in, in not so many words, um, over and over again with his little girlfriend, Lisa. Um, I just, yeah, I know. And I know all of you are shaking your head, too. So, uh, and there's all the denials from the FBI, the CIA, CIA and the DOJ. Perfect. <laughs> Don't you feel better? <laughs> I'm, I'm much better. Don't you feel better that they investigated themselves and they found themselves to have no problem at all? Mm-hmm. I always feel better when I see that. So, um, the, uh, well, um, Dershowitz came out. I don't oh even boy. trust Dershowitz, but Dershowitz came out. Um, Dershowitz and talked about they have the Soviet tactics. That is a true statement. There's a lot of Soviet tactics going on, um, but they've been going on for quite a while. But, yeah, they're going on for sure. I just don't trust him. You know, the, He's not my... the, I do. And the reason I do is because, you know, go, if you go back prior to Trump's election, mm-hmm. Dershowitz was like a 1000 percent Hillary fan. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't say a bad thing about Hillary. 
He was absolutely against all of the Republicans during the primaries. Mm -hmm. And he never had a good thing to say about the Republican Party. And all of a sudden, he still admits he's a Democrat. He believes in liberal principles. Mm-hmm. But they're just what they're doing is wrong. Right. So I have to trust that. So you're glad that he's calling it out. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'll always be glad for that. I just for some reason, I don't know. He's like in the Lindsey Graham category for me. But um, but I'm glad he's I'm glad he's at least calling out his own. And I'm glad that he's at least saying the things he is. So yeah. that's. Okay, um, I like that, but uh, but yeah, they're they're going to um, well, this whole impeachment thing, of course, is taking over the oh. month of December, and <laughs> as much of a circus as this is getting to, and I know you guys are feeling it too, and I know you thought, what in the world is going on here? I don't trust the Senate still. I think the Senate will um, do a number on this, and really and truly, it's not Trump on trial; it's due process. Due process is on trial. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. They say the holidays are the most stressful time of the year. But not for me, man. I love the holidays. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. But if the holidays have you feeling a bit funky, good news. At our Best Mattress holiday sale, save hundreds on all our best brands. Serta, Sealy, Pediris, Stearns & Foster, and Tempur-Pedic. And if you're racking your brain for a gift idea, bundle and save 25% on Pure Care Bedding Essentials. Plus, get up to 72 months, no interest financing. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. The St. George Art Museum needs you. We are seeking volunteers to give tours of the art museum to local 4th and 5th grade students. There are no special skills needed, only friendliness and the desire to give back to our youth. Tours begin January, but we need our volunteers in place soon. Please consider being a part of this rewarding experience. Call the St. George Art Museum. Obtaining a free additional week supply of Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code canyon this time of year is why we live in southern utah so it's time to take advantage of the weather that's why you need Stuart awning experts building shade in the desert for more than 40 years Stuart awning will transform your yard into a backyard oasis they've helped families for decades enhance their outdoor living at home using only premium products always at a great price leaving you completely satisfied that's their guarantee take advantage of their always free and prompt estimates before you buy an awning always get a quote from Stuart awning find them today Today at StuartAwning.com. I'm Larry Gelwicks, the getaway guru. Join me on the travel show every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the best travel deals on the planet right here on St. George News Radio, KZNU. Frank and I just celebrated our 27th anniversary. But unlike the past four years, this one was special. Because this time, Frank refused to accept defeat. This time, we didn't just celebrate our marriage. We celebrated Frank's victory. Some things we just have to live with. Erectile dysfunction is not one of them. Declare your victory today. Set up a no-cost consultation today at East West Health Clinic, St. George. East West Health Clinic on East Riverside Drive. 
Let's take a quick quiz. Would you pay for a product that you could get for 40 to 60% less? Obviously, the answer is no. That's why Wayne and Deb started St. George Ink and Toner. They're saving you 40 to 60% on average by refilling your ink and toner printer cartridges. And at St. George Ink and Toner, they offer an outstanding warranty on all of their products. So stop in today and save money on your ink and toner printer cartridges at St. George Ink and Toner, 42 South River Road, next to TJ Maxx and Planet Fitness. Cash Valley Bank's a community bank, serving all of Utah. We draw from the adventurous spirit that first brought early mountain men and trappers to Cash Valley. Like Cash Valley, every community in Utah has a rich heritage, a history full of grit, hard work, and determination. Those adventures continue with the families and businesses that are carrying Utah into a future still bright with opportunity. We all have mountains to climb. Those mountains call, we'll be here. Cash Valley Bank. Mountains await. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. WMI Mutual Insurance Company has been insuring seniors and offering Medicare supplement policies for more than 30 years. They've earned a reputation for personal, courteous, and professional services, as well as accurate claim processing and affordable premiums. Trying to understand all the insurance programs being offered to you is exhausting. Make it simple and easy. Visit WMIMedigap.com or call 435-313-1787. This is a solicitation of insurance. Have you heard about below retail liquidation outlets? Want to get rid of that old dingy light fixture? Brighten up your home and give it a nice update? Or are you building a new home? Check out the large selection of LED can lights, chandeliers, pendants, sconces, outdoor motion detector lighting, and more. Don't miss the opportunity to save big. Why pay retail when you can find it at below retail? The majority of our items are 50% off big box store prices. Below liquidation outlet, 1469 Sunset Boulevard. Entrance in the back. Hey, this is Steve with Garage Doors Only. Did you know that each year over 10,000 people are hurt or injured attempting to repair their own garage door? At Garage Doors Only, our team of professionals can safely repair or replace your garage door or motor. Our business is family-owned and operated, and we service all of southern Utah and the Mesquite area. Don't be a statistic. Call the professionals at Garage Doors Only, 435-868-1200. Hello, neighbors and friends. It's Greg Aldred wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show. Phone lines open 888-673-1450. You can weigh in on uh, on the headlines. You can weigh in on anything you'd like to, actually. Um, but uh, Uncle Milty and I are here, and so much to discuss. Um, you know, it really did surprise me that uh, that those in the House decided that to, to tear themselves away from the impeachment debacle that they're trying to push through to have time to work on the USMCA 
uh, trade deal because, like you said, Uncle Milty, there's some sneaky stuff put in there. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be discussing that um, with Alex Alex uh, Newman tomorrow. And he's actually in Madrid right now. Um, mm. Yep, he's in Madrid at that World Conference. And so we'll be talking to him tomorrow. Um, and then Don Fotheringham will be on the on the next week. And so, uh, yeah, craziness. Gee, I wonder if he got to meet Greta. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Oh, our token actress. I know. Um, you know, Trump was uh, was tweeting out chill to her. Oh, that just aggravated. Oh. You know, because the, these these the climate change, they're they're completely completely brainwashed. Like, I mean, it's crazy town. Completely brainwashed. Well, they compared him mm-hmm. telling her to chill to the attacks that are made on Barron. Ah. Yeah. See. Oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't want his. But, you know, his son's not a public figure. Um, his son didn't stand up in front of the entire world and, and say, and, here's what I think. Yeah. And crucify and yeah. crucify his dad. So so Greta's going after Trump and pointing her little finger, a little 16 year old finger at everybody and, and uh, condemning everybody and Trump. Yeah. So he's saying, just chill out. You know, that's not the same as an attack. No. Um, Anyway, kind of kind of strange. Um, something that that struck me that I I think needs to be addressed too. There were two things actually that were really strange um, in Britain, um, and we know that a lot of what happens in Britain winds up here. But this comes from Todd Starnes. Um, he's actually on Fox News, and he was writing about the fact that a, that's a school over in Britain was forcing six year olds to write gay love letters. Uh, to promote diversity. And uh, the assignment was given at Boozy uh, um, Lodge Primary School, known for its teachings on diversity and sex ed, and having six-year-olds write love letters. Um, I wouldn't even have a six-year-old write a love letter to a heterosexual person, let alone, (laughs) (laughs) let alone, you know, um, in the in the uh, you know boundary of, of of homosexuality, can you even imagine? Well, it promotes diversity. Hmm. So they said uh, the youngsters were told to imagine themselves in the role of Prince Henry. Prince Henry. Prince Henry wants to profess his love for a manservant, a guy named Thomas. So the children had to write love letters. And the teacher said if the children learned acceptance at an early age, they will be more accepting when they get older. That is true, though. If you learn to accept something like that, you will accept it when you're older. That's right. She's right on the money. Um, it's sort of like brainwashing, <laughs> yeah, you think? that's what it is. Um, they're going to go out in the world and find this diversity around them at point. F- Point five percent, but mm-hmm. that you know that's here nor there, and uh, they'll find out that as a young, you know they'll find that out as a young age as well. And the more they can be accepting at this age, she said, you're not going to face it further on, because the children will be so accepting now and be accepting this diversity around them. She really likes that phrase, um, and it's a wonder the teachers have time for lessons on reading and math and science and all that with all the love notes taking place. And whatnot, uh, writes Todd. And so she was basically uh, the head teacher of the school was defending the gay love assignment and accused critics of sexualizing the content. No, of I think sexualizing I think, the sexual. I, I think they sexualized yeah. the content. <laughs> Hello. Anyway, she said uh, what we're trying to achieve. And, you, and I think this is why I wanted to bring this up, because this was this is the part where they try to explain mm-hmm. why. 
What we are trying to achieve is a culture of acceptance and respect, but simply live and let live. We teach about love, and love comes in all shapes and sizes. What we're trying to achieve is that children leave us, armed with enough information to make their own informed decisions. Children who can look at another person's life situation and say, this is different than my life or the way I feel, or think, um, but that's okay. That entire sentence, that entire sentence, there is absolutely no authority given by any school on the planet that gives them the authority to teach culture, to teach this, you know what I mean, in the way of um, um, uh, children leaving us and what about love and what about... These teachers have absolutely zero authority to teach students from all walks of life, from all religions, from all backgrounds, their own version of of culture acceptance. Mm -hmm. Totally amazing to me. Because one thing that we're not getting as a public is when people give themselves authority and they assume authority and then they act like they got it going on because they got this new authority. Nobody ever asks them, do you have the authority to do that? And that's where we go wrong as a public, because obviously this is not within the bounds that's supposed to be taught at school. Right. But this is (laughs) but this is the kind of nonsense. They're sexualizing the content. And then they don't want you parents out there to know that or think that it's sexualized, even though they're the ones sexualizing it. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, a lot of that's going on in mm-hmm. England too, in yeah. Canada too, also. Mm-hmm. So a first grader is is the, writing these letters. A yeah, first grader, first graders, they need to know how to write love letters. Amazing. The other thing that that got to me was the report about the Naval Academy now having a uh, given a room now for satanic temple worship. <laughs> that's, that's a new one. Um, yep, the Naval Academy, uh, the U.S. Naval Academy in uh, Maryland. They're, they call that one of the most prestigious educational mm-hmm. institutions in the country. Used to is be. now offering its midshipmen students um, who are interested... A study group based on the Satanic Temple. Now, my freedom of speech self says that, yes, yes, uh, you have to allow it. If if somebody truly wants that, you you, you can't stand in, in the way of that. But isn't it isn't it very, very telling? Because I, I, I want to know if this was something that was fought for to get there and they had to to give them that because, you know, of course, hey. First, first, first amendment, first, whatever, first, whatever. I get it. But at the same time, why did they have to do this at the Naval Academy? I mean, well, I, I found it, that to be kind of interesting. Well, there's two too. reasons. First mm-hmm. of all, a group of midshipmen with, with those types of beliefs uh-huh. practiced at the Satanic Temple mm-hmm. requested a space where they could assemble and discuss mm-hmm. and share their common beliefs. Right. Also... The Satanic Temple is an IRS-recognized tax-exempt mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the government can't interfere right. with their religious practice. They can interfere with your practice if you're Christian, uh-huh. but not if you practice Satan. Mm-hmm. Satan. You know, yeah. then, then they can't interfere. Right. Um, but here's another question for you. Why, why does the group have to do this within the, um, within the property of the school? Because I know that, um, you know, when I went off to college and I wanted to attend church, I went to go attend my church at a separate location apart from the school, which most people do. 
when they go off to an academy or off to church or whatever the case may be. Yeah, actually, I have an answer for that. Though. Sure. The military academy has mm-hmm. a military chaplain. I know. And they have on mm-hmm. on base a church. So mm-hmm. um, so now they have to allow the now satanic. Now they have to allow the mm-hmm. satanic spot, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They actually, technically, I believe, mm-hmm. I'd have to check with my friend who was a military chaplain most of his life, mm-hmm. if it's actually required that they have a satanic temple chaplain. Yeah. Interesting. Do you guys remember uh, Michael Aquino? Lieutenant Colonel in Military Intelligence. He was the guy um, that was put in charge of psychological warfare uh, who funded the Temple of Set. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Huge Satanist. Huge Satanist. And out there, too. I mean, everybody knew it. Remember the guy with the crazy eyebrows? The crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was uh, he was very, you know, um, well, let's just say he wasn't shy about it. But he was specializing in psychological warfare in military intelligence. I just thought that was kind of an interesting caveat to that story. But um, it's a it's it's an interesting world out there, isn't it? The satanic temple worshipers. Can you imagine? Well, it's becoming what so popular. What does that look like? I, I, yeah. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but yes, they do have chaplains, and yes. Um, I do find it kind of interesting because I would think that you'd need to go off campus, that you would need to go off campus for that. But nope, nope, not so much. So um, anyway, I just thought I'd uh, to give you guys that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, I just thought the rest of the lemmings are going over the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Why not join them? Oh my gosh, I know. Um, yeah. On the on the gay letters, oh, we're going to be seeing more of that. We're going to be see it. We're going to we're going to see it um just carefully guised in in this is we're te- the teachers can teach the kids about love. And now we're giving them that assignment. And uh I feel I feel sick to my stomach. I mean, if you, you know, my views on public school don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I've seen some of the most pathetic uh that that work in the school system i've seen some gems they're rare but i've seen the pathetic wow um and it's hard and it's hard because i see a lot of people embracing uh common core and 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 embracing it and not saying a word about it and embracing this kind of nonsense and not saying a word about it and we've had these discussions many times Mm -hmm. so i won't uh i won't go into a huge amount of detail but it's just it's so sickening to me. I've seen grown men act like children. I've seen immature, so immature. I've seen, I've seen all kinds of, of, of examples that have been coming out of the last decade um, from the schools. It's very, it's very hard to see. It's very hard to see. I've seen, um, I've seen people that, that are so indoctrinated in Common Core that they thought it was the best thing since sliced bread, even though everything's already come out to say that the kids are, the, the, it's not working at all. Our, our kids are not learning anything, and uh, they'll stand by it, and they'll put a smile on their face. It's amazing. There was a little video mm-hmm. meme today mm-hmm. on Facebook, and it shows a little girl, yeah. and it's got the times tables for nine up. One, mm-hmm. one times nine, two right, times right, nine. Right. If you go down that list, you can write 
from the top down, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. and then go up, okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and the answers are correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they showed that on the video. <laughs> It's not Common Core, but it works. That, you know, that's how a lot of kids learn their times tables, doing stuff like that. I know. Um, it's frustrating, I know, because all everything's already come out, so it, it's total, it's diabolical what it is. And we've got to get people that stand up against it. We just have to. Um, Gee, we're losing I'm, our kids. I'm sure the teachers will be glad to. <laughs> well, they're, yeah, and they're not. A lot no, of them they're are. not. Some of them have left over it, which is good, because I'd have not to leave, too. too but um, but not too many. And they're pushing even that aside, even the worst curriculum in history aside, to teach your kids about love and culture. Aren't you happy about that? <laughs> so, mm. woo, that sounds fun. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Those baby elephants get me every time. Channel 17 News reporting. This just in. Breaking news. We have Johnny on the ground right now with a local business that is disrupting the industry in their field. We got Johnny. I'm kicking it over to you. Thank you, Dylan. Yes, I am here with Jared Wheeler from St. George Auto Gallery, our local car dealer. There is rumors that they did 100 cars in October. What is the secret? You have to tell me. Thanks, Johnny, but there's actually nothing secretive about it. You know, it's it's the auto industry has been waiting for this kind of change for a long time. You shouldn't have to go into a dealership and, and be some expert negotiator to get the best price. And that's one thing our clients really enjoy about the buying experience here at St. George Auto Gallery. And it kind of changes the whole culture. I mean, even the inventory specialists don't feel like they have to sell you on anything. It's really just identifying needs. So I really think that people find comfort in that sort of way of doing business. So yeah. And there you have it. Thank you, Jared. Visit them online at stgautodeals.com. Hi, Mom. It's time to come home for the holidays at the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store. We're talking about happy Hollis savings. Save up to 33% or get 60-month special financing, no minimum purchase. These are just the tip of the holiday savings. Christmas dinner will be better and more festive around this extra-large dining table for just $5.99. Holiday movie night is more fun and comfy on this Corvara sofa for just $5.99. That's a savings of $350. Enjoy the games more with this Cave Warrior sofa featuring power reclining seats, adjustable headrests, and storage armrests at a savings of $700. Family coming to town and your guest room needs a new mattress? Shop the Ashley Sleep Center and get two years special financing, no minimum purchase. Get 30% off all accessories and save 50% off hundreds of items store-wide. The locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store on East Red Cliffs Drive in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. All financing OAC. See store for details. You're going to love this Ashley I'm Larry Gelwick's The Getaway Guru. Join me on The Travel Show every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the best travel deals on the planet right here on St. George News Radio, KZNU. Bedrock Quartz, hands down, is the countertop company you need when hitting your deadlines. Their pricing is competitive, the quality is top-notch, and the service is excellent. 
Everyone we dealt with was knowledgeable, professional, and courteous. Even with all the questions we contractors have, it was clear that even the installers had customer service training and practiced it. Clean up what clean up? We didn't even know they had come except the client's countertop was installed and done on time. Call Bedrock Quartz today or visit bedrockquartz.com. No one wants to go through life feeling lousy. I have been there myself. I had joint pain, a lot of brain fog, and I thought I had postpartum depression. I went into Red River Health and Wellness, and within weeks, I was feeling so much better. So if you're suffering from symptoms like fatigue, depression, weight gain, digestive problems, hair loss, or even headaches, Red River can help you. Most people don't know why they have a low thyroid to begin with. Research is showing that people suffering with low thyroid actually suffer from a lot bigger disorder called Hashimoto's disease. So people taking thyroid medicine may not feel much improvement because they're not getting to the root of the problem. Our patients come to us incredibly frustrated because their doctors have told them over and over that their blood tests are normal, but they keep feeling worse. So we find out what's causing the Hashimoto's and create a specific care plan for each patient. Give Red River Health and Wellness Chiropractic Physicians a call, 855-55-RIVER. Call today for an in-depth consultation, absolutely free. Call Red River today. Find all the best deals from local retailers at stgeorgenews.com's circular section. Find the most current and best offers each week. This week's deals are just a click away. Before you shop, make sure to check out this week's local circulars on stgeorgenews.com's homepage. There are a lot of gifts you could give a loved one this year. Jewelry, the latest phone or gadget, but there won't be a gift quite like this. Something that lasts, a gift that will make a difference in their life. Imagine giving someone the gift of sight with vision correction surgery from the Zion Eye Institute. Gift certificates are available for any amount, and right now for the holidays, we're offering 10% off any purchase of a gift certificate. Gift certificates can be redeemed for any vision correction surgery, including LASIK, ICL, or corrective lens surgery. At the Zion Eye Institute, every surgery is is performed by caring and experienced board-certified surgeons, which means no need to drive to Salt Lake or Las Vegas. Plus, with four locations and offices, scheduling an appointment in St. George, Cedar City, and Mesquite is easy. Give the gift of sight this year and call 656-2020. That's 656-2020. Or online at zioneye.com and ask about Zion Eye's 10% off holiday gift of sight certificate for a loved one. Offer cannot be combined with any other offer. Happy holidays from the Zion Eye Institute, Southern Utah's premier Eye Care Center. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Send my nephew Tim to his Didn't I get this last year? Didn't I get this last year? Sending every year and didn't I get this last year? Didn't Welcome back to the Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me, and uh, I want to talk uh, about this term. Uh, you know, we use the word socialism a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that cropped up really, really since 2007, using it as a term of um, endearment among many politicians. Before that, they were afraid to even be associated with that word. And then, of course, even though that's what we were doing anyway, uh, but that but they didn't want the association here in America. But then they became proud of the word socialism. Mm-hmm. And it's used all the time as an enduring, endearing term. But there's something to know about this, and maybe this will help people understand what this actually is and what it's not, what socialism is and mm-hmm. what it's not. And, and so this was, this was actually um, a great piece about transferism, not socialism, is the drug Americans are hooked on. 
So this is kind of interesting because we have this American DNA. We know instinctively somewhere, somehow, um, that, uh, that, that we should have liberty. Yet at the same time, we're being sold the box of rocks of socialism. And increasingly, our youth and, and adults are getting used to that terminology and are getting used to the ideas because they're sold in a great marketing way, right? Because that's fairness, right? Mm-hmm. It means fairness. So let's talk about transferim, transferism. I think what they're trying to do, though, is they're... Ch- <laughs> You know, socialism is based on the principle that that the government controls the means of production. Mm -hmm. Transferism, they're saying, is is not about the controlling the means of production. It's taking the the proceeds from production and then giving it to who you think should have it. Right. Right. Transferring. You don't earn it necessarily. Mm-hmm. We we've decided that this group of people deserves this percentage, and this Mm -hmm. group gets this. And in the end, it's really collectivism Yeah, is what it is. But people like the idea of, like we hear all the time, we hear the politicians say, we need to make the rich pay their fair share Mm -hmm. so we can afford to do these things for the poor or for the students Mm -hmm. or whatever group they want to do. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a forced redistribution of wealth. Right. And... That's what they're claiming Americans are really addicted to. Right. This so, forced redistribution of wealth. Yep. Transform is a system in which one group of people forces a second group to pay for things that the that the people believe they or the third group should have. <laughs> and that and that somehow some way they have righted the wrong of something. Right? Yep. Pat on the back. I'm doing good. I'm a good human. Look at me go. I just fought for the third party people that are going to get something from the people that are actually that are actually paying for things. So that's interesting um, uh, or getting something for free. So, you know, it's interesting that we that we now kind of take it and say we are good people because we're advocating for those that don't advocate for themselves. The problem with that is. The ones that don't advocate for themselves, they're actually doing a lot of advocating for themselves because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're getting, uh, they're, you know, everybody has an opportunity, right, in America. We just don't have an e- uh, equal outcome. And transfer is kind of an interesting, it's, the, it's, it's transfer, you know. Social security benefits are simply transfers from the federal government to retirees after the retirees that used to be working, we're transferring it to the federal government, and then they get a sliver of it back. I mean, there's lots of transferring going on. The money must be given in mm-hmm. exchange for nothing mm-hmm. to be in right. transferism. Right. It's given for nothing. Like income, the earned income tax mm-hmm. credit. You get that for nothing. Right. Just, based, just, just existing and having a low income. And a low income and a child. Yeah. A low Thousands income of dollars. and a child. Yeah. Thousands. But you don't have to do anything in exchange right. for it except exist. <laughs> yep. Amazing, right? And uh, and so federal transfers to persons, uh, the very thing that you're talking about, uh, have risen 11% federal spending in 1953 to 53% today. In 1953, it was 11%. Now it's 53% today. So as with persons, the federal government also sends transfers to state and local governments. Mm -hmm. And then federal transfers to persons in state and local governments have written, have risen 17% of federal spending in 53 to now 69% today. 
<clears throat> we've been steeped in transferism for a very, very, very long time. So 70, about 70 percent of what mm-hmm. the federal government spends is actually just simply taking money from one group and giving it to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they like don't talk about. Yeah. But what they don't talk about <laughs> yeah. is the mm-hmm. part they take. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. There's they, the, the, fee, the rake. The fee involved. It's called the rake yeah, in yeah, gambling. You're right, you're yeah, right. The rake. Yeah. I think mafia. I mean, there's lots of different groups <laughs> that know this system well. Um, yeah. And so they 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 take their take, and uh, and then they disperse what's what's left, and then they're going to constantly tell you they don't have a lot left. And, and they have to ha- they have to tax you more for it and transfer more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in this program, mm-hmm. there's lots of waste and abuse. Yeah. A lot of people get the transfers that really. By the according to the rules, shouldn't be right, but they can't keep up on it. They just can't hire mm-hmm. enough people to give it mm-hmm. oversight. Right. So millions and millions and millions of dollars a day go to people that don't deserve it or shouldn't be getting it. Yeah. And so you then you, then you have this. Uh, well, politicians. Okay, let's take the politicians for a moment. They speak in pretty clear terms about the benefits, <laughs> right? That they'd like to finance sure by do. transferring money. I'm thinking of the last Democratic debate, but I'm also thinking of those on the right that think this is okay too, mm-hmm. um, to finance by transferring money from one group to another. And then they've had, and they have had this this predictable success with it, right? So I, you know, what's funny is they never really do really talk about the successes because they can't, they can't really because anyway, the only success is more people getting more transfers, but right. um, in in volume. But most Americans can't imagine a country without Social Security, Medicare, and earned income tax credit. We should be able to. We were the only country that gave everybody the ability to not have those things, but we quickly incorporated those things. And then made them so that people don't even question them anymore. And politicians never seem to run out of new ideas regarding what they might be able to achieve with even more transfers of wealth. So new ideas are typically well-defined, at least on the benefit side. Always on the benefit side, usually. Student loan forgiveness, universal basic income, Medicare for all, all of these redistributive uh, legislative offers, right, um, and it, it offers an obvious benefit for an equally obvious group of people. We all know who's, mm-hmm. who's probably going to get it. So the lack of clarity is coming when the politicians get around to explaining who's going to pay for it. There's not yeah. a lot of answers there. Never. And it's always the rich. That's it. That's all they ever say. Have you ever noticed? They, mm-hmm. Just that one phrase. The rich. The rich. The, it, the only problem is how do you define rich anymore? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. If you make more than enough mm-hmm. money to not qualify for food stamps, you're rich. Yes. <laughs> yes, so true. And so uh and so this explains, you know, twenty three trillion in debt because uh we're told that they have to pay their fair share and the rich and the rich, the rich, the rich, right? Never defining it. And then transfers are a very tricky political business because politicians need to point to who benefits and by how much at the same time hiding who will actually be paying. And they're really good at it. Mm-hmm. They're really good at it. Now, what if they got up in their little speech and said, student loan forgiveness and the average age, the average wage in America is 55000 a year. And so it'll be all of you that pays for it. Think they'd get elected? Yeah, well, yeah, because we're always attracted mm-hmm. to the rich have ac- uh, excess and they should give it to us because that's the the right thing to do is that uh-huh. they give us their riches because we don't have riches. Right. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And force them. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, gosh. And so that's kind of an interesting term. You know, how much transferism do we want? And in order to figure this out, we have to come to terms with the fact that the transfer is the confiscation of wealth from the people who created it. Now, when we say wealth, we're talking a lot of different spectrum of people there yes. because everybody has a little bit of wealth with their paycheck, depending yeah. on who's who's looking through that glass. So that confiscation is going to will decrease wealth creation in the long term by decreasing an important incentive to take those risks necessary for creating the wealth. And then it's addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, the government never, ever tries to Mm -hmm. define what wealth is. Yeah. You hear all kinds of numbers, millionaires, Mm -hmm. billionaires, trillionaires, but they never actually define wealth. What they define is poverty. Mm -hmm. And anything above poverty becomes wealth. So most of you listening are in the wealth. Yes. You're the rich. Yes. And wealth, the wealth... Mm-hmm. Uh, the arbitrary poverty line has continued to grow over mm-hmm. the years. I mean, there was a time when the poverty level was barely existent. Yeah. Now it's like, what, $35,000, $40,000 a year, you're in poverty. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And, uh, and then the problem, here's one of the problems. No matter what we transfer, the people will always want more. They'll always want more. Well, so there's yeah. never an end to it. It's very addictive because of all the money you can hide when you're taking, when you're the facilitator, a.k.a. the government, and you're taking money from the rich, meaning anyone mm-hmm. over the poverty line, there's a lot of money on that take. You get to, tar- you, you get to taking that, you get to take your, your, your fee, and, uh, and then you try to dole it out in programs that never work um, because they don't. I can't think of one thing the government's ever done that's really actually been successful. And, uh, and they have a long history, track record of that. Um, the people will still call for this. The people are still going to say, but this is the only way to provide a solution. This is the only thing we can do. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that we're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to just utilize your opportunity. And then if you want to give to somebody, you can. That's, that's how it's supposed to be. In America. Well, their claim, of course, right. is that if we don't do anything to help these people, mm-hmm. they're going to die. Did they die before all those no, programs came along? No, they didn't, and they wouldn't now. Yeah. What they would do would be to become more responsible for themselves. Mm-hmm. That, because they still have that same desire to live that everybody else has. Sure, sure. So they're not just going to lay down and die because you take away their food stamps. They're going to go get a job mm-hmm. and buy food. Yeah. But if they're consistently getting a check in the mail, what's where's the drive to go out and beat that? Because a lot of jobs you can't beat the wage that, that you're getting or the amount. That's yeah. right. Yeah. When 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 the transfer amounts mm-hmm. are greater than what you can earn working. Yes. Who's going to work? Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the transfer amounts to get beyond yeah. my standard of living and then I can quit working finally. Yep. So every time they say the word the rich, explain that to your kids or grandkids what the rich means because they will never ever tell you what that what that means. They can't otherwise it exposes the whole fraud. Mhm. Okay? And of course, taking from from one group to give to another is fraudulent anyway. 
But in the way that we're hearing it in the news today is what I'm saying. Whenever they say that and everybody wants to say I'm a nice human because I believe in that. And I do know some 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 do-gooders that think that socialism is amazing because they it makes them feel good about themselves. They're not actually doing a whole lot, but it just makes them feel good, like they've done something. It's just very fake. It's like I've done something good because I've I've allowed this transfer. Yeah. Well, transferism is also a way that mm-hmm. politicians buy votes. Yeah. Freebies. Yeah. You love your freebies. I'm going to do this for you. You mm-hmm. vote for me. Right, Very right. simple. I'll give Quid you... pro quo. Yes. Uh, yes. And I'll do this for this group and this for mm-hmm. this group and this mm-hmm. for this group. And uh, and we just really, I think, it's kind of like the whole food insecurity thing. Yeah. We have to look at it and recognize what's really going on here because the terms get lost. When, the, when they say the rich, everybody thinks somebody that's a billionaire a millionaire, and they want to penalize those people because how dare they make so much more money? Yeah. If someone would ever really do the research Mm -hmm. as to how many people actually need this kind of help, Mm -hmm. I mean, really Uh, need it, and put out the actual numbers of people that actually need it compared to how many are mm -hmm. getting it, the public would come unglued. It's less than the gay population, which is only at uh, 0.7%, I think, Mm -hmm. 0.7%. It's a lot of mm-hmm. it's not a lot. A, a lot of people that get these payments don't need them to live. No, they could figure it out, work yeah. it out, something. Uh, they could do something, sacrifice. There, there's a lot of sacrifices that can be made. Which, of course, explains why we spent trillions and trillions of dollars since Lyndon Johnson was president and declared the war on poverty. And yet we still have the same amount of poverty. And we even have more. Yeah, we even have more poverty. Interesting. Those wars on stuff, they never work. Like war on cancer, war on poverty, war on drugs. Interesting, huh? Yep. Interesting. Place a war on it, and it increases. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We have a war on on uh, patriots. We need more of those. <laughs> In the best sense, please. Uh, be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. And I hope everybody has a great night. Go to katedallyradio.com and also hit the donate button uh, if you'd like to uh, keep this show on the air. We'd certainly appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for that, and we'll see you tomorrow. of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.